much relief so far. They're going to be getting checks in the mail that are consequential. I wrote the bill on the environment. Pay them more. <laughs> this is an employee's, employee's bargaining chip now. What's happening? We're going to show you Millie's remarks, which were a response to a question from alleged child sex trafficker Matt Gates. Here they are. AOC talks a lot about justice, yet she wants to allow more illegal immigrants to come into our country and jump the line while we, the people, are being f***ed over and pushed to the back of the line. Yeah, man, he thought he was going to jump in my car and pull out. And it's a stick. Can you even drive a stick? That is the man. Are you familiar with that, Alice? I'm not. I heard you Lisa. talking about it today, but I was not. The man of the hour. It's a piece of audio that became very popular today uh, and virally. Whoa, and virally big on uh, Twitter. It's it, because of the Biden gun control stuff. This guy was hailed as an example of gun control, um, of uh, proper use of the Second Amendment to uh, to uh, to enrich one's life. And possibly save one's life, depending you on just turned oh, my headphones. Depending on the situation, uh, this is a guy, some dude in Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, he was uh, in the parking lot of Seven Eleven. Some other dude jumped in his car, tried to take the car, but this guy had a gun, so he made the guy get out of his car and made him lie uh, face down on the ground. He essentially pulled a uh, a citizen's arrest, wow. and uh, oh yeah, it's wonderful. And while he's <laughs> Well, he's got the guy on the ground on, on the pavement. He's just kind of talking smack. He he he's got a phone. He's call, he's talking to nine one one police dispatch. Cops are on the way, so he's telling them what's going on. Uh, meanwhile, it's just kind of um, he's just kind of ha- talking to himself. I'm gonna put my gun down when they pull up. I'm gonna put it down. He's telling them now, bystanders says hey, cops are gonna come. You better make sure you're not. Sh- <laughs> waving a gun around. He says, I'm going to put the gun down when they come up. Yeah, man, he thought he was going to jump in my car and pull out. And it's a stick. Can you even drive a stick? That is a very valid question. <laughs> Probably the kid cannot drive a stick, and that would have been embarrassing, him kind of wow. putting, jerking around uh, in first gear. Oh, thank man, goodness I- he was spared that. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Officers on the scene. Talking to 911. The officers are on the scene now. Okay, go ahead and see what that was saying. All right. Hey, my man, here go your phone. Is it okay if I uh, give my guy his phone back? All right. Go ahead and speak with officers, okay? <clears throat> a black man with a gun has an interaction with a white police officer, and it's all good. It's all cool. They never, they, they knew that the guy was legit, whatever. Thank you, my man. Black guy says, thank you, my man, to the white police officer. The white police officer says, be safe. Off he goes. Off they go. It was just like most of the interactions of police with black people and police with all people, mm-hmm. it's just fine. Yeah. Ah, so that made me happy today. What a feel-good story for the day, honey. It is a feel-good story. I feel, I'm, I'm thrilled. Thrilled that it happened. Uh, where do we start now? Let's start with the bizarre Joe Biden. He... Took to whispering today at several <laughs> occasions, and it's something that I think younger Joe, over the top theatrical Joe, I think I know where he was going. But when the old man does it, 
You just get worried for him. Especially when you overuse it too many times yes. in one press conference. I got them $1.9 trillion relief so far. They're going to be getting checks in the mail that are consequential. I wrote the bill on the environment. Pay them more. This is an employee's, employee's bargaining chip now. What's happening? Okay. That's fine, Joe. That is fine, Joe. And that is fine, Joe. Some of the other audio you heard there was this uh, Tina Forte. Do you know this lady? Mm-mm. So I saw her last summer when I was doing a lot of, just before you jumped on, I think, full time, when I was doing a lot of the Black Lives Matter, the riot stuff. This lady was like laughing at, um, you know, there were some people, some people, counter protesters were putting, spilling paint on the Black Lives Matter murals. Oh, right. And this woman was. Oh, I do remember her. Yeah. Loud mouth, um, possibly of Italian descent. <laughs> she was fantastic. She would not shut up loud mouth. Now she's running for Congress against AOC. And I think that's great. Tina Forte so far has my vote. America started with a fight for freedom. And there is no freedom in masking our children. Woulda. She must be married to that union guy in the um, in the H- Housing Builders Association union commercial. Instead of forcing Americans to follow arbitrary rules, I want to fight for Americans to regain their freedom. Instead of proposing the economic disaster, the Green New Steel, I'll focus on fighting <laughs> the small... Att- there is no way she doesn't have a radio show. And if she doesn't, she will soon. <laughs> taxes and actually cleaning up the streets of our district. I won't run on defunding the police. I will run on defending our police. Kids are being hit by stray bullets. Crime rates out of control. Our streets are catastrophic mess. Even riding our subways have become a high-risk activity. You could run on just that right there. Mm-hmm. You know, just keep it to that. AOC talks a lot about justice, yet she wants to allow more illegal immigrants to come into our country and jump the line while we the people are being f***ed over and pushed <laughs> to the back of the line. When will AOC put Americans first? My guess is never. This is why I'm stepping into the race, because we the people need a voice, and I want to be that voice for you, to fight for our freedoms, our constitution, our children, our American values. Help send me to Congress to fight for you, to continue to be your voice. Click the link to learn more about my campaign. Donate today and help get AOC out of office. I like that, Alice. I want more swearing in campaign I like her. I think she's funny. But I am slightly bothered that running for offices has become this sort of grift on your way towards getting a job as a pundit at Newsmax. Because the thing is that the way like social media algorithms work and stuff, if you change your handle to your name for Congress, you'll automatically get a ton more people following you and you'll be suggested to a bunch of people. You make a couple ads like this. She has no chance of beating AOC in that district. It's just not going to happen. Well, AOC could be um, primaried. Yeah, but she's not running as a Democrat, is she? No, she's this not. Woman? So, yeah. So, she's not going to beat AOC in that district. It's not going to happen. It's just too blue a district. There's no chance. When AOC ran, she ran. There was a serious Republican candidate running as well, and she blew them away. with I don't remember off the top of my head what it was, 70, 80% of the vote or something. It's not... 
this is not a race that's a winnable race. And same with Kim Classic, who has, you know, these viral ads too. But she's auditioning, like you said, she's auditioning for a radio gig, for a TV gig. She's great. I like her. Don't send her your money. She's not going to win the race. What? Stop that. No, send her I, your money. No, don't send her, send your, her your money. money. No, do yes, not. Yes, we have to write a substack tonight, you know. That's fine. Supposedly, I have to write one tonight. Maybe it's time for a guest substack. I did a well. guest substack. I have, it's the, the night is getting late. I'm slammed, <sighs> dog. Okay. I. Hey, where are you on us calling each other dog this summer? You go by the dog. I don't know if right, people nobody, know that about you. I don't think anybody knows that. It's a long, long story. I'm not going to call anybody dog. I don't. No, that's a little disappointing. <laughs> well, Tina, Tina Forte. If, save it for would, the divorce Tina attorney, Forte honey. would call me dog. I'm sure. She she call you lots of things, probably. Maybe she just reminds you of your Somerville girlfriend. I think she does. There's some of that there. I like, the, I like living in fear a little bit. <laughs> So, uh, we also played Nicole Wallace uh, from MSNBC. This, to me, this is just uh, MSNBC throwing in the towel. We're going to show you Millie's remarks, which were a response to a question from alleged child sex trafficker Matt Gates. Here they are. That's fine. You know, that's, you know, if Tucker screws around now with the Chiron and says stuff too. So, if this is this, this woman Nicole Wallace wants to be, she was brought in really initially as a, a Republican pundit. Right. Uh, but it's fine. She's not very talented. But, um, uh, but this but, was about the um, yeah. This was her reporting on. This was about like woke stuff in the military. Mm-hmm. Was what this was about, yep. and that was her takeaway: is that he's being questioned. This is in a congressional hearing by alleged child sex trafficker Matt Gates. I mean, we haven't really heard any of these allegations actually about Matt Gates. Like he hasn't been charged with anything, right? Uh, no, but also, yeah. He's supposedly, people are saying he's being investigated for this supposed thing. But, like, I don't really, I'm, I don't really like him. I'm willing to believe a lot of stuff about him, but I don't think we've really been presented with anything about him. Well, no, you know, and she's, I mean, what would you say about Swalwell if you had him, you know? And right. also. Alleged. Uh, There's uh, lots of people who are yeah, alleged. Biden's alleged, as a matter of fact. As a matter of fact. It's, whatever. Whatever. She's trash. It's immature and it's stupid and it's not relevant to the conversation. Correct. Have you heard the Matthew West audio? I the know. song? Oh, no. You sent it to me, but I didn't listen to it. You haven't it. listened to it? Well, the kids were around. I wasn't sure. If it Modest was. is hottest. This is Matt West. He's a. I like the the idea of Christian, uh, and he is a country music guy. Mm-hmm. And he wrote a song to his daughters, his teenage daughters, newly teenage daughters. Uh, and here's a little bit of it. Dear daughter, it's me, your father. I think it's time we had a talk. The boys are coming around because you're beautiful, and it's all your mother's fault. I've been trying hard to raise you up right No drinking, no smoking, no swearing But your old man's got a little more advice When it comes to the clothes that you're wearing Listen Modest is hottest The latest fashion trend Is a little more Amish A little less Kardashian What the boys really love is a turtleneck and a sensible pair of slacks Honey modest is hottest Sincerely your dad If I catch you doing dances on the TikTok In a crop top So help me God You'll be grounded till the world stops I'm just kidding 
No, I'm not. So you get it. I know. It's Matthew funny. Has, it's cute. Right. And he's, and, you know, he goes over the top a little bit. But the lesson is to don't be that person. You know, have right. some self-respect. Now, he has been gone after for doing this. Because it's misogynistic. To- well, let's listen to Alice. Okay. I'm gonna t- you, I want you to react to these charges against him. This is the Sophia Society on Twitter. Telling young girls they are responsible for the sexual actions of someone else reinforces rape culture. It tells them that, that if they don't do happen to experience assault, it was their fault for being sexy or for how they dress instead of teaching sexual accountability and consent. Did he tell them? Does any part, you didn't play the whole song, but was the next verse going to be, and therefore, if you're sexually assaulted, it will be your fault? For wearing clothing that was too sexy? Yes. Did I leave that out? <laughs> there is an asking for rape uh, line in this song. I guess I should have brought that in for context. Because I'm confused no. <clears throat> their, how they get from point A to point so B. So here's there. Kaylee. Kaylee mm-hmm. says, even if this, this was to be, it, even if this was supposed to be silly or a joke, it really missed the mark. Purity culture and modesty culture have caused serious harm. Uh, so has promiscuous culture. How? What is purity? Purity culture. What harm is it? Is that purity culture? Is it's usually associated with like the evangelical movement mm-hmm. telling kids to wait until they're married to have sex. That's purity culture. Okay, and and that's bad. That's caused because it's impure harm. to have sex before marriage. So it's like oh, purity. I see. So purity culture is bad. In modesty culture, um, wearing modest clothes, and that's harmful too. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, the wind's blowing outside. Okay. Actually, I really, and I'm about to be yelled at by Tom, I really enjoy that there are more clothes now, and part of it is related to evangelicals or more traditional Catholic or Orthodox Christians, but there's also, um, you know, like Orthodox Jewish women and Muslim women tend to be looking for more modest clothes, so I love that there's more stuff out there that's like long skirts I can wear to church and, you know, like things that aren't like constantly having to be walking around with half my body showing because it's nice a lot of times to not be walking around half naked just a thought like mm. I, I don't know i enjoy that there's a lot more options out there for that now and i think it looks good a lot of the time to not be um half naked i prefer you half naked <laughs> Well, lucky you. <laughs> so we're the, married, so that counts in purity culture. So I'm in. That's allowed. You're in, you're in the circle. Nice. There's yep. other people in the circle. No. Nope. So oh, the pool boy who we discussed yesterday, right? The Sophia Society uh, says sexual maturation is normal. It is healthy, and forcing girls to bear the burden of shouldering the responsibility for someone else's sexuality is purity culture 101, making them think all men are sexual predators who can't control themselves, which perpetuates abuse. Actually, I think we should teach women more that all men are possible sexual predators anyway who uh, can't control themselves. Right. Well, um... What, say it again? I think that we should teach women more that men are, a lot of them, potentially sexual predators who can't control themselves. Right. And this idea that it's time to um, it, it stop shouldering the responsibility for someone else's sexuality, um, that is the ideal world that you want. Mm-hmm. Yes, that would be great if men weren't dirtbag, horn dogs, 
um, opportunists in in scumbags. That would be great. Now they are. So that's the reality. So maybe we should prep, have a war footing on the reality rather than the ideal. Ideally, men should check themselves and should and women should not be put in a position where they have to guard for the for the men's misbehavior, bad behavior. Mm-hmm. That's ideally. Truthfully, though, no. You, you, in the name of uh, of self defense and preservation, it is good to know that the men aren't as decent as you. Well, and. We're talking about, you said that his daughters just became teens recently. So they're like young teenagers, Mm -hmm. right? So they're, you know, sexual maturation is normal. They're not sexually mature. And I mean, just like we've talked about with the trans thing, when people are like, oh, these kids should be able to make their own decisions about what type of surgery to get on their bodies. Like, no, they shouldn't because they don't understand the adult context and meaning of those decisions. When you're 13 and you're picking out clothes, you don't understand yet what message you're... Well, I don't even like the message you're sending because that's that's like the wrong way to phrase it. But you don't get what it looks like to other people. I mean, like, a lot of kids that age don't even know what sex is yet. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so they don't understand the full context of putting on a sexy outfit. Like what does wearing a sexy outfit even mean to a 13 year old? Like they don't know what a man is thinking when they look at them in that outfit. And you know, it's not their fault what the man is thinking when they look at them in that outfit, but you know, you deserve to know as a part of your decision-making process, what other people around you could be thinking when they see you dressed that way. You know, Not that you have to necessarily let that affect your day. Like if you're an adult and you want to wear what you want to wear and you don't care what people Mm -hmm. think, then fine. But an adult has the context to at least have an idea to know, you know, what men around you are thinking. Because it's uh, personally part of the reason why I like that there are modest clothes out there now is because I like to be able to control what people are thinking about when they see me. You know, there's something violating about having people like be doing a movie of you in their head that you didn't consent to participate in you know Mm -hmm. and like and so you know as an adult who has met men before and knows what they're like i have the context to then factor that into my decision about what i want to wear or not wear on a particular day or in a particular context a 13 year old doesn't know that so well, but even, the I'm adults sure, in their lives, even need if they're to... sixteen years old, mm-hmm. and they do, and they do notice the adoration of men, uh, I, I, and they do know that it it gives them a, some feeling of control or whatever, you know that 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 that, that you've got you know mm-hmm. leering uh, idiots who are you know at your beck and call. Even if you do know, you're still clueless at sixteen. Doesn't matter. Even if you're right. starting to get it a little bit. You're still clueless at sixteen. I think that this is this song is, is you know, so. But, I mean, but, I think it's cute and funny. I think the song. So, but is this fun. is how it's, so, yeah. this is so. Elizabeth Hamilton, like the musical, says, "I dressed modestly all my life. I still got sexually assaulted in college. Please sing a song to the boys about respecting women, no matter what." Yeah, I understand. The boys need a song. <laughs> the boys need beatings. I understand. The boy, the boys, but the boys are also stronger. And more dangerous. So it's better for you that you use every tool 
that you can. Right. Because the boys suck. My I'm teaching Sally that boys are idiots and right. are to be mistreated. I want her to be cruel to them. <laughs> I think she heard you. I heard a Uh-oh. shout. Uh, <sighs> uh, I wear a hijab, says one person, covered from head to toe, loose-fitting clothing, the whole thing. And I call bold bleep. I dress modestly because I want to care more about my actions than my appearance, but I was still cornered in halls at college and groped on the bus. This is on men. But he didn't say in the song... That you have it coming if you're... Uh, if you're yeah, not, what part if you're of the... Like. What part of the song said that? Right. Into so her. why are they reading that into it? Right. Well, right. well it's, it's knee-jerk. This is a knee-jerk thing that says, you know what? No, it's, it's it, I should be able to do what I want. And No, I mean, the problem is that they're all sickos who want little girls to dress in scantily clad sexy outfits because he didn't say anything about anybody deserving to be raped if they don't, you know, dress more modestly. They're, you know, reading that into it and creating this straw man because they have a problem. The only thing he said is that it looks nice to dress modestly and you should dress modestly and especially as your dad. I think that, haha. Like, that's that's it. That's the whole thing. That's what he said. So if you have a problem with that, what you're saying is, no, it's not okay to tell teenagers that they should dress more modestly which they should you know correct uh so that's that fella not like because they're going to be sexually assaulted nobody they're the only people projecting their weird issues into it he didn't say that the the only thing that's being suggested is that it's a good idea and nice and a good thing like which that's what they have a problem with, but that just means that they want girls to dress in sexy clothes, right? And I and I do think that it should be taught that that Kim Kardashian is a dishonorable person, and the, her ascendance to fame and success uh, was made by you know selling her sexuality, mm-hmm. and that's dishonorable. Paris Hilton, the the whole. Hilton tape stuff. It's all. It's all dishonorable. Well, so now I, there's a whole bunch of people teaching young people that OnlyFans is like a great and smart and wonderful way to make money. So, right, right. It, well, and you know, it's it's actually it's perfectly done too because you've got now people. We're 15 years into sexting now, and it's not that big a step probably for 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 young girls. Yeah. Who are, your generation was the first real sexting generation, I think. Mm-hmm. So, and, and that was not a, like a, we didn't, my, just didn't have this stuff when I was, when I was right. a person. Also, I don't think like, it seems like it's a little bit of a security risk. My goodness. I just don't understand what, but, but that's whatever. So maybe that's why OnlyFans is, makes sense. And that's why a lot of, you hear a lot of, um, um, what's the correct word, the correct word for strip joint? What's the nice word for that? A gentleman's club? Yeah, gentlemen's clubs are hurting for dancers because they don't have to leave the house anymore. Yeah. And nobody's going to, you know, try to throw you in the trunk in the parking lot. Uh, so Yeah, but so I don't know. Were you there when you heard this conversation uh, when my sister was over who was telling us about her friend who got into no. the OnlyFans world? No, really? Not, not a friend who's a girl who was doing OnlyFans. But um, 
Oh, her I know. Friend, yes, who's going to work a guy, for the company? Went to go work for a company that's like professionally producing OnlyFans girls. So just like with YouTubers, where like people find a bunch of like sort of successful YouTubers or people they think would be successful YouTubers, and they like throw them all in a house with a bunch of stuff and take a big cut of what they make. Uh, he's joined this like small company of like three people, three very shady people who have taken a bunch of girls who are 18 who are, uh, you know, hoping to be on OnlyFans but maybe, like, don't know how to produce the content themselves or whatever. And they have put them all in a house together and are helping them produce content and, like, encouraging them to take it further. And he even, like, he replies to the messages for the girls, like, talks to the guys for the girls on the, like, how he, disgusting. Uh, needs a shrink, How I would disgusting say. can oh you be? Oh, my goodness. So, anyway, this is somebody who'd been friends with my sister and was, like, talking to her about it, and she's like, that's, like, really bad. He was like, what? I thought you'd be happy for me. This is great. Yeah. And OnlyFans is so empowering. And, like, no, that's actually, like, terrible. It's, like... My feeling is... I have is zero it, my respect feeling for is that. this, is that he would only tell your sister something like that if he's going for a Hail Mary attempt at her affections. That's it. I've run out of everything else. That, that Nothing else works on <laughs> this particular person uh, that's related to you, Alice. How about this one? But what an awful thing. Because sort of the idea of OnlyFans was it's like more empowering. You're in control yeah, you just, of it. You just but respond now- to the messages. Just keep the guys hot. <laughs> God. Man. That is pathetic. Uh, so that's really bad. It's as shady as any any like p- other version of the porn industry or anything else. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, something uh, something about uh, a young woman who, in some of these cases, just really desperately needs money. Yeah, should kind of suck the uh, the sexiness out of it i think yeah it's uh pretty distasteful and also i don't know if you know this but if you're on OnlyFans and you convince somebody else to sign up for OnlyFans, you make like five percent of their money too oh my god so it's like a weird porn creation pyramid scheme wow it's pretty gross i i i think the whole thing is awful and i yeah Anyway, but I mean, these people, the same people who are complaining about this dad making his turtlenecks are sexier than wearing a modest clothing video, um, would think it was awesome if an 18-year-old signed up to make an OnlyFans and how empowering and good for her and everything else. So, you know, it. that's why I have like little patience for it is because it's not actually about like different people's choices and cultural expectations and what's smart for women to do and what's not. It's about they just want women to be more exposed, doing more sex work, all these things. And like frankly, I think it's they they just want to exploit women, actually. Hmm. It's like Hunter Biden telling his uh stripper buddy that he thinks sex work is very empowering and wonderful and great and more women should embrace it. Of course you think that, Hunter. Thank you. We know why. Go ahead and fill for a second, honey. Um, so 
that is what I think about the dad that you played today. Didn't somebody else make uh, like another parody song that was like a parody of him that was the dad saying like, if you want to dress in sexy clothing, I say yes. like, yes, Slay Queen or something. Right. Like, I find something really distasteful about adults, particularly adults who should be looking out for kids, adults encouraging kids in their sexuality. I just, I find it really strange. I do. Just like I find it really strange the educators who want to like teach kids how to masturbate in sex ed or whatever. I think that it's all a little disturbing and if that's like What the, the hell just happened? What? Did you just say the M word? Is that not allowed? I don't know, Alice. I don't know what's allowed. Is the FCC going to come for us? I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. But I mean, they're teaching it in so kindergarten I have a in drum, New York I have to schools. throw this out to the, okay. to the listeners right now okay. of the burn barrelers. I, uh, so I, I'm, I was out mowing the lawn today. Mm-hmm. The ride on mower is screwed up, whatever. So I'm using the push mower. <clears throat> and the push mower kicks up so much dust that seriously I'm coughing it out. I have dirt and stuff for the next 20 10 12 hours. I will be expectorating dirt out of my nose I'm and mouth. I'm sorry. No, it's just one of those things. Maybe you should wear a mask. Well, that's the conundrum. <laughs> but people will think you're an a hole <laughs> because I'm out there wearing a mask, you know, long after the pandemic's gone. But I mean, people that Work in jobs where there's a lot of dust have always worn masks. Right, they were they sell them ninety fives. Yeah, but uh, how expensive are those? I don't think they're. I just think I'd look like a jerk. Yeah, people would think you were doing it because you're scared of COVID. Although looking at me just pushing that lawnmower as well, I got to think people think there's something wrong with me. (laughs) We need landscapers. Also, we need to make enough money to get landscapers. Okay, I'll put it on the list. Um. So let us see. So it is, let's see, over and under this week. Let's see what we have on the dock. There is something else I wanted to bring up, something that I talked about today on W Travelers Insurance Company, Alice, in um, a place I call um, Hartford, Connecticut. Hartford, Connecticut, yes. So, you know... um, OS uh, SROs, yes, school resource officers. Right. So there's there's. I a, found you this story. You did okay. So there's a debate a debate in um, Middletown, Middletown, and about school having school resources officers there. Mm-hmm. A lot of people want them there because it makes the kids feel safe. The cops can't really get too involved and stuff, but there are a presence there in case the bleep hits the fan. Yeah, and it's also considered to be a. Uh, sort of community policing thing right I mean, so that like it's like you know the young people know one of the cops in town and they're friends with them so the cops aren't scary so that everybody's buddy buddy and the cops know the kids right. so that they don't shoot them like all of the above it's supposed to be a good relations thing between the cops and the teenagers in the town right which should seem like a positive thing maybe you would think so a bunch of the parents don't want them to have this, and this is a, 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 one of the parents named Diana Martinez. I'm concerned that what may be a perception of safety for y'all is actually a real danger to me and mine. Y'all mm-hmm. 
danger to me and mine. I assume that means black and brown people. Yeah. Because having a cop around is no good because the cops will kill all of the black and brown people. Right. So how do we extract ourselves from this cancerous thinking? How does this how does this, this get undone? Because you know she thinks that way. You know she's scared yeah. the hell out of her well, kids to think that way. She's been told by Democrats and the media now. You know that other people now, anybody in her sphere will think that way. Mm-hmm. And she has been, you're right, and Democrats have told her she's absolutely They've right. They've been saying and now so since. And pe- so kids, yeah. her kids now, if a cop tries to pull them over, may choose to run because that cop's going to murder them. Right. So these people, these Democrats and media types and everybody have all been saying to um, members of the uh, people of color, the BIPOC community, right? They've been saying cops are going around shooting people who look like you in the streets for absolutely no reason. They're just hunting down your children in the streets. And then they wonder why there's worse relations between cops and the communities that they're trying to serve after they've been saying that to everybody since Trayvon Martin. It's absolutely ridiculous. It is not a true narrative. There are one-off cases where cops do stuff that's really bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's ones where they do stuff that's really bad to black people and there are ones where they've done stuff that's really bad to white people and they're out there and a lot of them there's videos of and a lot of those cops end up going to jail. Some don't, which is a shame. But there is not a widespread problem of cops shooting down black children in the streets. It's it's just not. I mean, cops shoot like, I think it's like 50 unarmed black people a year total in the united states fewer than that but how does this get undone um i don't know how it gets undone honestly like i mean unless we could just invasion of the body snatchers the entire media so that they stop saying insane things on tv all the time i i don't know what you do because they're all invested in this narrative now that this is a thing and at I mean, I don't know how you tell people that this thing we've all decided to collectively believe together isn't true. It's like cult deprogramming. I think the only way it can change is from within. Um, Most likely what will happen is as crime continues to spike in neighborhoods, since since the left progressives never take responsibility, they're never accountable for anything, what will be happening is the old narrative that was around 10, 15, 20 years ago, was where are the cops when we call them? Where are the police? We need mm-hmm. them around here. And it'll suddenly be the cops' fault that the cops aren't around anymore. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in there, there could be internal debates where people say, hey, a-hole, I know you had fun making sure that there weren't uh, SROs in the school. You felt good about it. And you got to say me and mine. And uh, you, know, you got on the radio. But you're a jerk. And uh, we need protection here. We need the cops here, and um, well, I, I guess that's the only way it could it could possibly happen because it, it's there's a certain pleasure people get, a certain endorphin hit people get when they get to play the roles people like her are playing. Mm-hmm. They get to say things. I'm in danger. You, some of your <laughs> rich psychotic friends do the same thing. Are in danger. I have all sorts of maladies mm-hmm. that they don't really have. You know, were victims of this, that, etc. What they weren't victims of. These oh are- yeah, I had a friend who spent 
the entire Trump presidency explaining how because she's disabled with fibromyalgia, but because she's disabled that um, Trump, who's apparently into eugenics, is going to try and kill her because that's what the Nazis did. And she had to like come up with an escape plan with her family so she could leave the country if Trump decided to start euthanizing disabled people. So, I mean, like, people just live in fantasy land. I don't, like, I don't know what to say to that person because it's so just far removed from reality that, like, when somebody says that to you, like, well, I've had to make an exit plan for how I can leave the country when Trump starts rounding up people like me. Like, I mean, what do you say? Like, it's just because Trump's not going to do that. So... Like, I'm very sorry this is happening to you. Or I had a conversation with someone else who was um, telling me that their friends think they're crazy because there's no such thing as critical race theory and it's, you know, not really being taught in schools and it's just all made up and Republicans are just evil racists who don't want to teach kids that our country ever had slavery and, you know, that's what they do and, you know, kids in the South were raised to not know that slavery was wrong, so how how can... Now they're passing laws to do more of the same. Like, that's not what's happening, but you can't even... Like, the people believe these totally fake narratives, mm -hmm. you know? And then they're, like, mad at QAnon people for believing fake narratives. But it doesn't matter, like, because they believe a whole bunch of fake stuff themselves. Like, everybody believes a bunch of stuff that's fake. Yep, absolutely, Alice. And um, Dateline, New York City. A bronze monument depicting Theodore Roosevelt, 26th president of the United States, situated in front of New York City's American Museum of Natural History, will be relocated over claims that the statue symbolizes colonialism. Oh. So there you go. It's been there since 1940. It's got to go now because this is the smartest time ever in our history. <laughs> of course it is. Isn't it interesting how just stupid this is? That's what, that, what people are going to say. When people say, what was it like during the pandemic? I'm going to say, we were f***ing stupid. <laughs> it was the most idiotic time in the history. No, no, but with the having to deal with it, we were idiots. That's what it was, okay? Don't ask me anything more other than that. That's well, what it was. Or people are mad at like ISIS for destroying antiquities. Or they mm -hmm. like can't believe that the ancient Egyptians did things like, like scratch the previous person that they conquered off all the monuments to make sure their name was never uttered again like but that's what we do we just you know want to go and erase the other team when we're in charge it's it's the same stuff people do the same things over and over there's no no generation is smarter than any other generation they're all so, doing the same things ba uh, babylon b has a great uh, article out saying bass pro shops announces two for one sale and all nuclear missiles <laughs> And another thing um, uh, affecting the Babylon Bee today, MailChimp suspends Babylon Bee satire site vows to find new service. So the Babylon Bee uh, is uh, under attack because it's a satire site that's Christian or something. What? Yeah, and like they just had a tiff with the New York Times because the New York Times said that they were like a thinly veiled disinformation site or whatever and they were like you know they had to go back and forth and they they like sent lawyers letters to the New York Times that eventually had to issue corrections and say like no they're not a disinformation site they're a satire site like the onion like nobody writes an article about how the onion is spreading disinformation even though yes there are stupid people who believe that the onion is real like you happen across them from time to time but 
People don't believe that the Babylon Bee is real. People know that it's a satire site. The people who are sharing the stories and everything else, they know that it's satire. But we live in the dumbest times, and that's okay. (laughs) We just have to keep going and have a sense of humor about it, honey. That's all we can do. That's all we can do. Sheldon Whitehouse is a member of actually uh, three three separate um, all-white groups in Rhode Island. Yes. One was a, a yacht club. One is a, 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 a Sheldon. I call him Sheldon uh, All Whites Only House now, Alice. That's my new mm-hmm. AM talk. Uh, yeah, but form. as multiple people have pointed out, Rhode Island doesn't allow the governor to appoint a replacement senator. It can only be done by special election. Mm-hmm. So he could legitimately actually be a member of the KKK and no Democrat is going to push for him to resign. I don't think any member of the KKK is a member of three all-white <laughs> clubs. So how do you even find those? Back in 2017, you had expressed concerns about the membership of the all-white Bailey's Beach Club, said that you hoped it would become more diverse. Now, your family's been members. Your wife is one of the largest shareholders. Has there been any traction in that? Are there any minority members of the club now? I think the people who are running the place are still working on that, and I'm sorry it hasn't happened yet. Um, Do you have concerns in 2021? I mean, obviously, it's been four years. You had remarks on the floor following the deaths of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd saying, you know, hoping to root out systemic racism in the country. Um, Your thoughts on an elite, all-white, wealthy club, again, in this day and age, um, you know, should these clubs continue to exist? It's a long tradition (laughs) in Rhode Island, and there are many of them. Uh, I think we just need to work our way through the issues. Thank you. The car's here. You have to They just can't find any people of color I to be members of their I can't manage to not club. be a member of all white-it's-only clubs. It's hard to do. It's hard to do. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, yeah. It's, you just trip, and all of a sudden, you're the member Somewhere in the of small white, whites-only group. You it's- ever notice there's never black people in this club? Should we mention that to somebody? Nope. It's really incredible. But like I say, if he goes away, then the Democrats have a minority. Mitch McConnell's the majority leader again, so they literally can't do anything about this. Well, the best thing is, I mean, how does the left, like, it's got to be great. It just just stop kidding. Just stop kidding about it. You know, it, it, that you care about anything for real. <laughs> well, because right. it's certainly not race. Nobody cares about race. I mean, what are we doing but screwing black communities for the last year and a half? And you got this donkey, uh, <laughs> freaking wasp, um, you know, elitist Brahmin a hole <laughs> who can't help but have membership cards to all these <laughs> places that a big part of it is that he doesn't have to look at any black people. <laughs> well, some of them have uh, black help. It's a Rhode Island tradition. <laughs> Unbelievable. But yeah, no accountability because tradition. Yeah, they can't. Him and like, uh, the, who's the idiot in, in Virginia? The governor, Northam, Ralph Northam. I like more. Northam only had two things though, <laughs> and one was a um, a tribute, right? A Michael Jackson tribute. He liked Michael Jackson. Yes, and that's why I was in blackface. <laughs> Were you in blackface? Well, who was the Klansman? Was that you? I I can't remember. I don't think it was first it was him and then he's like I've been looking at the photo I don't actually yeah. think it's me after that's all right. that's right nothing was me Sheldon but Whitehouse. once I did dress up as Michael Jackson with shoe polish 
But a young lady goes to uh, some kind of uh, party, uh, you know, five years ago when she was 17, some coming out party as a debutante in the South at uh, some antebellum party. Her life has to be over immediately. Boom. That's it. <laughs> Damn, it's incredible. Uh, it's incredible. And you know what? It makes me, and I talk, to, I talk to a lot of, I have friends who feel like this, and there are callers who feel like this, and when they say, F it, the other side doesn't play by the rules anymore, we shouldn't, it's hard to, it's hard to tell them that they should anymore. How many times do you want to have to take a beating? Mm-hmm. You know? And so when people, it, it makes me understand why some of those people who were in Washington, D.C., went down to Washington, D.C., I mean, not the antler ones or the ones, you know, throwing stuff at cops, trying to hurt people, anything. But you look at the way Trump was treated and how everybody in the world is allowed to use the FBI to screw Trump. Trump makes a phone call to the FBI and he gets it freaking impeached. You know, everybody's allowed to to talk to the Ukrainians to do whatever they want. Trump talks to the Ukrainians, suddenly, bang, he's impeached. Yeah. I mean, the fix is absolutely it. So Yeah, I mean... Hunter Biden is making money off of his dad as a private citizen and is uh, dropping the N-word to his lawyer. Yes, and lying on federal firearms paperwork. And very possibly using his dad's credit card to pay for uh, Yanni, the three-day escort hooker. But yeah, I... Like, that's all fine. You can be a member of all white clubs. You can dress up as a Klansman. You can, I mean, it's just, but I think, you know what it is, too, is I think a lot of Democrats, at least ones that I know, feel that they got burned with Franken, like that he should never have resigned and that screwed (laughs) them. And they thought, they saw that happen and they went never again. Yeah, but they did get burned with Franklin, Franken, but they did, they hung him up. Mm -hmm. It was Democrats who destroyed him. Because they had to, because they thought, okay, if we whack him, then they'll have to whack Trump. Right. You know, that was the hope, is that if, if they show that they really mean it this time, mm-hmm. then Trump definitely has to go too, or be sanctioned in one way or another. Right. The problem but- is, of course, Trump doesn't give a f- frig. <laughs> and so when Franken said, you know, I respect her truth, and I, Trump's like, they're all liars. So, you know, goes yeah. to show you. But, I mean, Cuomo's not going anywhere either now. That's the lesson that everybody's taken away from our politics is that you should just hang on and power through and everything. That's will the be lesson. Fine. That's the Bill Clinton lesson. No matter how powerful the storm is, nope, refused. Nope, absolutely not. Just keep on going. Oh, thank you so much, everybody. As always, another great week on the Burn Barrel. Find us at burnbarrelpodcast.com on social media, facebook.com slash burnbarrelpodcast. Twitter, we are at burnbarrelpod, and we are at burnbarrelpodcast on Gab and on Parlor. We're also on YouTube. That is Tom Shaddock's Burn Barrel on YouTube. This Sunday is going to be our first live YouTube on Patreon, so make sure you get over there and sign up for Patreon if you need to talk to us during our show live. Uh, bonus content there and on locals so uh, come on over and say hi 